What's going on, everybody? You're listening to a new episode of the Postgame Report Podcast. I am your host, JVB. So, as always, there's something new on Twitter for people to argue about when it comes to video games. It's kind of crazy, you know. You can you can bet that, you know, drama is going to ensue or run rampant on Twitter. And so, you know, today, uh, the argument over Activision and Microsoft, you know, if that acquisition is going to take place and um, if it's fair or not. And then Jim Ryan came out, you know, the head of PlayStation and say, you know, that he, he, down, he, he corrected something that was said by Phil Spencer and... And people are saying that Jim Ryan is crying, right? So what people don't realize is that, you know, this stuff is is due to, you know, this, you know, the, the what is it, the competition commission or whatever. You know, there, there's, there's a, an organiz, organization reviewing this so that there isn't a monopoly going on. And so... Stuff like this, information like this, you know, quotes like this is going to be revealed because nowadays people have access to all of this shit. And somebody's always trying to make, you know, the headlines, right? Somebody's always trying to, like, report something that gives them clicks and attention. So stuff like this is going to be a big deal within the gaming universe on Twitter, right? So people have been making videos. Right, saying that Jim Ryan is crying, or or you have that audience, you know, you have that crowd, and then you have the other crowd that's saying, you know, the, <laughs> Phil Spencer's a snake and he's a liar. So you have different sides, you know, or, or different types of content creators making videos regarding this, right? And some people, or you know, automatically related to Jim Ryan is 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 being a punk and he's crying other people are saying no he's not crying he's just correcting phil spencer and he's you know because what's stopping and this is something that microsoft loves to do well not microsoft xbox right because right now when you think of xbox think of phil spencer so Phil Spencer is known to go around on different media outlets and try to make himself look like this good guy. Kind of like Chucky. He even looks like Chucky. So you have this guy pretending to be a good guy and then throwing little jabs here and there at PlayStation. He doesn't name them, but he is obviously throwing jabs and making PlayStation look bad. Perfect example the ability to do crossplay that was a big deal even though playstation was doing it first and then when the xbox series was announced they revealed that you can use your xbox one controllers to play on your brand new next generation console so people started to argue over that like people were making these stupid statements saying oh my god you know this is great of microsoft why does sony have to charge us $70 for a brand new controller called the Dual Sense controller. And why can't I use my PlayStation 4 controllers? And then people were bringing up these stupid scenarios. It's going to sound familiar in a second. 
they were saying, well, you know, somebody with, you know, kids wants, wants to play with them and blah, blah, blah. Bringing up all kinds of scenarios that don't fucking happen, right? And if you have that many kids, guess what? If you can't afford a fucking controller, you don't buy the controller. Or maybe you have a good job and you and and buying an extra controller is no issue, right? So that was the thing, right? And and, and any person with common sense would, would question that, right? So of course I had to question it. And I'm like, why would I buy a brand new $500 console to play with an old ass whack fucking controller from previous generation? Here is Sony giving you the DualSense controller that has uh, that that has been proven to be another for me personally. The PlayStation 5 and the DualSense, they go hand in hand, no pun intended, because the the, the features, the, the, the freaking, the way, if it's implemented correctly, I mean, you look at Horizon, you look at, uh, I played for a little bit, I played Returnal, the way those, the way the DualSense interacts with the game, even, even uh, Ghost of Tsushima, the way you 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 interact with the controller and 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 the and the way the software is implemented where you have rumbling and you have resistance from your controllers there's nothing like it and when you go and play a game without that it doesn't feel the same it doesn't feel the same so why and and i've heard people playing on the series x controllers and it's loud it sounds fucking cheap so why would i want to play on that why would i want to go back to my PlayStation 4 controller, which, you know, was a good, good controller in its own right. Why would I want to lose all those feature, features that are implemented in the DualSense? Not only do, do you have, you know, the better motors, better implementation to rumble, and you have the, the, the speaker, you have... The ergonomics are fucking incredible as well. Why would I want to go to a lesser uh, controller? Now, here's the thing, right? Like, sometimes I think it's, it's a newer generation of, of game, you know, people who play video games that don't remember how it was to grow up having just one fucking controller, <laughs> the controller that came with your console, because you couldn't afford to buy another controller. You had to wait till a holiday or a birthday. And you had to decide, all right, do I want a new pair of sneakers? Do I want some new clothes for Easter? Or do I want a new fucking controller? What most, me and most of my friends had to do, sometimes my friend would come over, he would bring his controller. So that's how we used to play multiplayer. Most times, let's say I was playing a game, a fighter. I had to play against the computer. If I won, I kept playing. If I lost, I gave it to the next person who was, who was you know, behind me. And then the, the same routine would happen. It wasn't until the, uh, I believe it was the Super Nintendo where I had an extra controller. So playing Street Fighter, we only had two controllers. Whoever won stood sitting down with their controller and the person who lost had to get up and pass it over to the next person. And guess what? We'd have our freaking food. We, we'd have music playing. We'd make a freaking day out of it. 
nobody was fucking complaining. Oh man, you know we're we're not well off, and you know Nintendo should be you know giving us controllers, or why do we have to pay so much for these controllers? So when I saw that, when I saw this crowd bitching about controllers, I was like, yo, what, where the fuck these people come from? And, and 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 then I realized it was people who were around during, you know, not as old as I am. I'm 50 now, but are in their late 30s. So they played when, you know, they played video games, supposedly, when times were tough, right? You didn't have many consoles with multiple controller ports. So you had the most, at most, two controllers to play with. And I'm sure they had friends, you know, because back then we used to we used to have friends over. We used to play in people's houses and stuff. So I started seeing an older crowd of of video gamers bitching. And I'm like, yo, there's something more going on here. You know, these people are being fake. They're jumping on the trend and they're jumping on the hate train and they're being fucking phonies. You fast forward two years and these same people are still doing the same shit, though. You know, you look at the, the whole $70 video game price, right? Everybody's talking, you know, all those people are targeting Sony. Yet when the when when the PlayStation 5 launched and the Xbox series launched, there were $70 games that were not first party titles for Sony. But did these people complain? No. They complained that Miles Morales was $70. Go figure, right? So there there's this audience that wants to look like they care for their, you know, their fellow gamers and they're going to complain about all this shit but all they're doing obviously is you know generating clicks jumping on the you know what's hot and basically being like the inquirer of video games you don't get that authenticity from these people they don't stick to their word and you know you got to blame the audience because they contradict themselves all the time but the audience seems to forgive them or or they forget, you know, and it's real weird fucking like cult like behavior. And so that was like the start, right? Because we always saw influencers, you know, I, I used to be an influencer, big time influencer during the three sixty days. And I never fucking bullshit my you know, my audience. You know, I, I never went and, and, and on, on the post game report and, and blatantly lie and downplay the competition. No, I didn't do that shit. I did laugh during the PS3 uh, E3 presentation when they announced the price. I was cracking up. I was like, yo, who the hell is going to afford this shit? So, you know, I, I was criticizing Sony back then heavily. You know, it took years. It took me until, you know, when I saw Metal Gear Solid 4. I saw the trailer for that, and then I saw the trailer for Killzone 2. Then I was like, yo, I'm ready to get a PlayStation 3. And I was able to afford one at the time, so I, I wound up picking one up. I waited. I didn't bitch. I didn't go on the internet and bitch. Hey, you know, this PlayStation 3 is expensive. I can't afford it, but I want it. I needed to talk about it, you know, so I could have 
I could talk about it on my podcast, blah, blah, blah. All these fucking excuses that, that no responsible adult would, would ever fucking think of talking about. But these people who are in age, adults, are acting like a bunch of fucking uh, ignorant preteens. Like, it's, it's the weirdest shit. And people are being rewarded for this shit, too. <laughs> Mainly from Microsoft. You see Phil Spencer following people like this. And then you go into their channels. They have a lot of followers. They have a lot of, you know, on Twitter, on social media. Then, you know, their channels have a lot of subscribers. It's a fucking weird thing, man. You know, it's really weird. It's really weird. Something I will never do. I will never post stupid thumbnails. I will never bullshit my audience to generate clicks. So... Here we have Microsoft and Activision, right? The acquisition is 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 most likely going to happen, right? But not not yet. You know, there's still some some legal stuff to to get through. And then, you know, there's a deal in place where Activision and Sony had, you know, because Call of Duty was uh, you know, the leading platform was for Call of Duty was PlayStation. So they had deals, exclusive deals, where, you know, they would get map packs early and things like that, right? And they would have the promotional rights. So whenever you saw a commercial for Call of Duty, the next Call of Duty, you would see PlayStation at the end, right? But it's obviously available for Xbox and PC. So they had a deal for three years. It is 2020, uh, excuse me, 2022, obviously. So it's 2022. There, I believe in October, there's Modern Warfare 2 coming out. So that's going to be one iteration of Call of Duty. Supposedly, they're going to jump to, instead of doing a yearly Call of Duty game, they're going to do by, uh, they're going to go every two years. So that means there's one more Call of Duty game that is going to have uh, that PlayStation is going to be the lead platform for. So Jim Ryan said that once that deal was over, that Microsoft was willing to give him another three years. Now, it didn't state that the, those three years that PlayStation was going to get exclusive platform rights. So obviously, I mean, you know, that's obvious, right? Because Microsoft is going to own that IP, uh, Xbox will. So why would it be the lead platform? So, that, uh, you know, that makes sense. But now what Jim Ryan is saying is that for three years, Call of Duty will be on the PlayStation for an extra three years. So it's 2022 and we're counting these years. So that means... In two more years, right, 2024, you add another three years, that's 2027, possibly 2028. So all of these arguments are based on shit that's going to happen in 2027 or 2008. I mean, excuse me, 2000, yeah, 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 2027 or 2008. Possibly 2029. All of these arguments 
everybody making fucking Twitter spaces, making YouTube videos that are all basing this shit on a five-year window. Anything can happen in five, six years in the gaming industry. And what's funny is that so many people, so many content creators have stated, and I'm talking about PlayStation-centric podcasts or content creators, PlayStation-centric content creators. The big thing is, will Microsoft make another console after the, the Xbox series? Some people are stating the Xbox will be a dongle that hangs off your television, or it will be strictly Game Pass. It will be a service. It won't be there won't be a physical Xbox in the next generation. Me personally, I believe there'll be a third party uh, publisher, and that would generate them the most money. But that's me. That's what I feel. So all of a sudden, we've jumped from questioning the future of the Xbox brand. And now we've jumped over to saying that in six years, Xbox and Call of Duty will remain exclusive. And that is going to destroy Sony and people are going to jump from PlayStation to Xbox because of Call of Duty. It's fucking comical. What's even more comical is that those same people, because I, I was listening to a space and one guy was like, he was talking so confidently. He was like, yeah, man, in 2023, when the bangers start dropping for Xbox and then you're going to have Activision owned by Xbox. And it's like, you're talking about what ifs, bro. <laughs> the fact, the current fact, the current state of the Xbox brand is that it has not released shit in the first two years of its launch. There has not been a video game, a AAA exclusive, that is strictly aimed at the current consoles. And that's the S and the Series X. Nothing. PlayStation, they have come out with ex exclusive AAA titles for their PlayStation 5. Now, some of those games have been released for the PlayStation 4. But the obvious thing to do, obviously, is to still support the console that has the bigger market, the bigger user base, especially when there's a chip shortage and you can't make enough PlayStation 5s. The PlayStation 5 is still one of the hottest electronic items and the most difficult electronic item to find. And suddenly... Xbox in the first two years that hasn't delivered shit is the console is the brand that is going to dictate and re and reimagine the entire industry It's like, what the fuck are people thinking? <laughs> like where the fuck, what reality have you lived in where you think that's the case? Before it was game pass game pass, the best deal in gaming. Meanwhile, the PlayStation had PlayStation Now before Game Pass. And guess what? You could pay a monthly subscription to rent games. All of a sudden, these people forgot that PlayStation had that shit first. And all of a sudden, Game Pass is the best deal in gaming. So right there, you question their motives. 
you question their intelligence in video games. Because if you're forgetting the competition already had the same type of rental service, then you are you are playing ignorant. You are perpetrating a fraud. Or you're just playing fucking stupid. So all of a sudden, we, all we heard was, this is going to change the way video games are delivered. This is going to change the industry. Dudes that were podcasting before me were saying this shit. And I'm like, what? Are you really going to play that naive and, and, and be that ignorant to ignore the competition who has already done this and is the current market leader? If they haven't changed the industry through rental services, what makes you think the console brand that is struggling, that hasn't delivered shit, is going to suddenly change the way the, the, the industry runs? For decades, for decades, you know, for many decades, as a matter of fact, the video game industry has been a juggernaut when it came to profitability. It has been operating in the same way for since the 70s. You have a physical console, you buy software, either you buy it physically, like we did back then, or nowadays you buy it electronically. You buy it digitally. But it's still installed physically in your hardware. So the delivery of video games might have might have a new option in digital delivery, but you can still buy games physically. All of a sudden, these fucking Xbox uh, fanboys and influencers are telling everybody, especially their audience, that the new that that the future is going to be Game Pass and how we play video games is going to be through a rental service like Game Pass. That's like saying, and I'm a New York Giants fan, right? <laughs> That's like saying that the New York Giants, who haven't been a winning team in a long time, are going to create an offensive and defensive scheme that every NFL team is going to mimic, even though they have a, a losing record. It makes no sense. Obviously, if the New York Giants still have this losing record, and they have this unique offensive and defensive scheme, but they're still losing. Why would any other NFL team mimic those, you know, those schemes? Why would they mimic the New York Giants? They're not winning. So, and I know it's a weird comparison. So, the fact that Microsoft wants to have Call of Duty under their belt, it makes me it makes my belief even stronger that they can be third party and they would generate billions and billions of dollars. And that would be way more beneficial than if they depended on a physical console and the old style of distributing video games, trying to compete against Nintendo and Sony. They can't compete. Right, even though they in, on paper they have the more powerful console with the Series X, they can't compete. If you buy a game on the on the Series X, a third party game, right? Let's say is designed for next generation consoles. The fact that it doesn't have the Dual Sense, it, it, it's it, it's a loss. It's a loss. 
right? So, so the combination of the dual sense and the, and the technology, the input-output technology, the design from Mark Cerny on the PlayStation 5, the high-speed solid-state drive, all of those things combined, and the IPs, of course, and the, and the talent, the talent that they have in, in their studios, all that combines for a better experience. If you're a consumer of the PlayStation 5, if you own it, you're getting the best experience in gaming right now. You jump over to Xbox, it might have the Xbox Series X, might have, what, three more teraflops? But that's it. The hard drive isn't as fast. The controller sucks. And they don't have talented studios. <laughs> I mean, even if they get Call of Duty. How many times have we said, man, Call of Duty's been slipping. It's the same shit every year, right? So they don't have the same talent as Sony. They don't. When it comes to creating video games, they don't. And at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. What video games I can play on my console of choice. Had Halo Infinite been a freaking knock knockout, right? If they knocked it out of the park, and Halo Infinite was the best Halo since Halo 2, or maybe even better. If it was the best Halo in the series, I would have bought me a Series X. Because I'm a fan of the Halo series. But not at this current state, so I was like, no, I'm not going to buy it. Fuck that. We played it on the Xbox One. My son finished it. And he was very underwhelmed. He wasn't happy with the results. And he's very unhappy with what's going on with, with the brand right now, with, with the franchise. Very unhappy with, with what's happening with Halo. So why would I jump into a $500 console just so I can rent games? I can do that on my PlayStation 5. <laughs> and I have a better library to choose from. I have better exclusives that are available on the PlayStation rental service, whatever they call it now. And I stated in the past that I forgot to cancel my PlayStation now. And I, you know, I was able to jump in to another year of uh, the premium service. And there's a lot of content. There's a lot of freaking content, a lot of content that you can download. As a matter of fact, anything PlayStation three, you have to stream. But then, you know, you have that same crowd bitching, oh, you can't play PlayStation 3, you know, off your hard drive. They're, they're the ones showing pictures of themselves getting a fucking anal cleansing and playing on their phone, you know, Xbox, whatever they call it. Um, not Game Pass, but that's just streaming shit, right? Where you can stream video games in, from your phone and play them. Meanwhile, the PlayStation, during the PlayStation 3 era, had remote play. <laughs> so, you know, PlayStation had remote play. They had PlayStation Now. They had all that first. But all of a sudden, now we're, we're, we're supposed to believe that Xbox, who is copying PlayStation, is going to evolutionize the gaming industry and everyone is going to follow Xbox when Xbox is following PlayStation. I mean, I don't know how these fucking people think. So of course, when 
when there's a, a situation with Activision and Microsoft and, and Jim Ryan correcting Phil Spencer, you're going to have these same idiots making a big deal out of this. The fact remains, if Call of Duty were to remain an exclusive for the, for the Xbox, where it's no longer available on the PlayStation brand, that wouldn't happen for another five to six years. And once again, anything could happen in five to six years. Xbox could no longer be around. Xbox could totally kill the brand and remain Microsoft Game Pass. They could easily call themselves Game Pass and put it anywhere they want. And they could remain a third party publisher and they will generate billions of freaking dollars. They will reach more people being a third-party publisher than they would if they tried to force Game Pass down your throat. That's how I feel. To me, that's more of a reality than Game Pass being used by 100, uh, 100 plus million subscribers. These freaking people on these Twitter spaces were like, oh, yeah, Microsoft's going to reach about 100 million people with Game Pass, and that's going to destroy PlayStation. They're, they're behind. And it's like, what? <laughs> based off of what data, based off of what history, right? Like, what performance have you seen where Microsoft dominated something and you could base your statement off of? People saying, oh, cocky PlayStation is back. They raised their price, you know, a certain amount in certain territories. And it's like, yo, you people are so freaking ignorant, man. You are listening to the wrong people. Because information is right in, your, in the palm of your hand on your fucking phone. You could easily look it up. It's fucking strange, man. These people are weird. And this is the, these are the people that get the most attention. So... My thoughts on this whole acquisition thing with Activision and Microsoft, you know, to me, whether they buy them or not, or, or it becomes exclusive and taken away from the PlayStation brand, none of that's going to go into effect for a while. And this industry changes all the time. So I wouldn't worry. I want to be wasting time creating content, saying, you know, in absolutes that this is going to affect this and this is going to affect that. Things still need to, number one, go into effect and pass certain criterias for this acquisition to take place. And then when it does take place, you need, you still have Sony with, with exclusive rights. So don't waste your time getting into these ridiculous discussions on Twitter spaces, wasting three hours of your life arguing with people who are ignorant and stupid. Uh, don't waste your time, man. You know, focus on, on, on the good stuff as a PlayStation 5 owner that we currently have. Like, I've been playing The Last of Us uh, 1, the remake. Oh, man, it's freaking fantastic. Visually, gameplay-wise. And, and I forgot a lot of the stories. You know, I know the gist of the story and the ending and all that. I finished it. But the everything in between, I kind of forgot, you know. And it's amazing to go back to it. And then we have God of War in November. So, 
you know, why, why, why are we worried? You know, if you're a PlayStation owner, why the fuck are you worried about something that ain't going to happen for a number of years? Like, you're, you're letting these people, you know, and Sick Humor TV says it a lot. You let these fucking weirdos dictate what you're thinking about. And, it, and it's kind of ridiculous. So anyway, I'm going to wrap it up. My wife got home with some food and I'm hungry as hell. So you guys have a great weekend. I'll talk to you later.